This is episode number 200. What can you learn about business from baseball and baseball statistics? Surprisingly, a lot. That's coming up. This is the Red Podcast, the marketing podcast for influencers. Rise above the noise. Expand your audience. Deliver impact. Here's your host, David Hooper. A few days ago, I got a knock on my door. It's the middle of the day. I wasn't expecting anybody. If you've listened to Red Podcast before, you've probably heard me talk about this. I love it when people knock on my door. Even if it interrupts something, it's usually a salesman, some kind of door-to-door offering. And I love that because there's a lot that you can learn from door-to-door people. Dog going crazy. Open the door to step outside onto my front porch so I can hear the woman without worrying about the dog. And right away, I noticed something in her hand. I've gotten so many of these visitors that I knew the typography. I knew the branding right away. It was the Jehovah's Witnesses. Once again, knocking on my door, sharing their information with me. And unfortunately, you heard this on the last episode, episode number 199. There's been a lot of construction on my street. Google Fiber is on my street right now. AT&T was on my street last week. They're tearing up everything. And it sounded a little bit like this when I walked outside. But even with that noise, I'm outside of my front porch talking to this woman. I had my phone ready because I was just waiting for the next visit from the Jehovah's Witnesses. I was going to record it. I was going to play the conversation on Red Podcast. I've talked about it before. If there's one thing that you can learn from the Jehovah's Witnesses, it is about how to handle rejection. That's the conversation that I wanted to have with her. Unfortunately, too much background noise. She was actually with a blind woman who was at the foot of my stairs. That was going to be a mess because I was going to invite her inside, going to invite her into the Red Room. So I tell her about that. She says, yeah, she'll come back. Of course, every Jehovah's Witness that I've invited back, I've never seen him again. I've seen others that have come to my neighborhood, but I never see him again. Their follow-up, not so good. I really wish I had this conversation on tape because this woman had guts. She invited me to a three-day event. I said, lady, that's kind of a commitment. Three days. She said, we don't expect you to come the whole time. You can just drop in. I'm open to this kind of stuff. So I said, where is it? The Kingdom Hall? Thinking it's going to be at the Kingdom Hall just down the street. And she says, no, here's the address. And she points to an address in Huntsville, Alabama. Now, I'm in Nashville. So already she's asked me to come to a three-day event, although I don't have to stay the whole time. And now she's asking me to drive from Nashville to Huntsville, Alabama, several hours away, I said, this isn't a match for me, but I would love to talk to you about rejection. So come on back anytime. It's going to happen. I will have a Jehovah's Witness with me here in the Red Room. We're going to be talking about door-to-door sales and rejection, what you can learn from that. As a strange footnote, I was out the next day on the other side of town. I was going out to eat with a friend of mine. It was a hot day. It wasn't raining, but I see a woman with an umbrella trying to sun herself. It's the same woman on the other side of town. I gave her a wave. I don't know that she recognized me or not, but I'm making inroads. 
like I said, sooner or later, she's going to be coming back in here. We're going to be talking about what makes her do that. Go out on a hot day, knock on door after door, get rejected time after time. This is the Red Podcast, the podcast for influencers. If you're a blogger, speaker, podcaster, marketer, nonfiction author, or entrepreneur, this is the podcast for you. Here's what I talk about. Book publishing, podcasting, speaking, and other marketing elements of your business that you must master to grow and engage your audience, including door-to-door sales and rejection. That's what Red is about. It's how to reach, expand, and develop your audience. Sometimes you have to do it one door knock at a time. The show is about how to take your work, make a name for yourself, and make money. On this episode, I'm talking about the art of winning. Just finished reading a book, and I mentioned it to a friend of mine. I was fascinated by it. It was about baseball statistics. And he said, oh, yeah, that was made into a movie. It's a movie called Moneyball. stars Brad Pitt. I have not seen the movie. How they made this book into a movie, I have absolutely no idea because it didn't really seem like a movie to me. There was a story behind it, but maybe that's my entrepreneurial bent, the way I'm looking at this thing. Because I have some business lessons from baseball that I feel will help you to expand your audience, expand your business. Before I get to the first one, I want to talk to you about a very important aspect of your business, and that is getting paid. If you're a freelancer, a coach, a consultant, you know how difficult this can be. Getting paid can be very difficult, especially When you're dealing with other entrepreneurs, sometimes their cash flow is a little messed up. Maybe they don't have the money right then. And they think, hey, I'm going to wait this thing out maybe another week or two. Maybe pretend like I didn't get the invoice. That's not going to happen with FreshBooks. FreshBooks, it's a very easy to use invoicing system. It takes you about 30 seconds to do an invoice. It's completely revolutionized how I do invoicing. No more awkward, weird word templates like I used to use. FreshBooks template is right there. Just type in the amount of money that you're owed. But here's what makes it really great. It sends the invoice out automatically and it lets you know immediately if the invoice has been received, if it's been looked at. Beyond that, it goes a step further. The client can actually pay you on the invoice using a FreshBooks credit card system, which is included. It's included. You don't need to have a merchant account So if you're interested in a service like this, it does not cost much money. As a matter of fact, FreshBooks is offering a free month of unrestricted use to all Red Podcast listeners. It's totally free right now. You don't even need a credit card for this trial. To claim your free month, go to freshbooks.com slash red and enter red into how did you hear about us. FreshBooks. If you're a freelancer, a consultant, a coach, check it out. You will not regret it. Let's talk about baseball. I'm not a sports guy. In fact, I'm kind of the opposite of a sports guy. I have absolutely no interest in sports. But the reason that I read this book was because it's about how sports are won, how games are won. And it was the story of a guy named Billy Bean. And if you're a sports fan, you might know him from the Oakland A's. Working for the Oakland A's, the Oakland A's was like the low-budget baseball team. Had no budget. Nobody really cared about them. Everybody kind of wrote them off weren't very good. And what this guy was able to do was use statistics, use intelligence that he had gotten from being maybe kind of an average baseball player, but somebody who had had a little bit of success as a professional. And knowing 
his talent and knowing how the game was played, how players were drafted, how players moved up the ranks. And once this guy got into baseball management, once he transitioned from a player to the management side, he used this knowledge that he had acquired as a baseball player, and he did basically just the opposite of what all the other teams were doing because he saw so many flaws and bad habits and other elements of recruiting and gameplay and trading players that had accumulated over decades and decades and seasons and seasons and seasons of bad habits. I think small business owners, I think that we have a lot of parallels. We have picked up so many bad habits. There's a lot of bad advice around. There's a lot of bad habits that, like baseball, have been passed down from decades and decades of people who really didn't know any better at the time, but now we know better. Yet still, we see a lot of people doing this today. So this is stuff that you should know better about. The first one is luck versus skill. And one of the things that Billy Bean learned from watching various baseball players, and you'll notice this from watching various entrepreneurs, anybody can play well sometimes. If you think about the stock market for a minute, you've probably seen these stock experiments. They'll take one guy, and he's a stock picker, and they'll put him against another guy who will throw darts at a list of available stocks. They'll each create a portfolio of stocks. And who does better? A lot of times, surprisingly enough, it's the guy who just threw darts at the wall. That has happened so often that there's a name for it. We call it fooled by randomness. We think that it's skill when it's actually just luck. One of the interesting things that I learned from this book, he talked about good face. A lot of baseball players, and this still happens today, they're recruited based on how they look. They call it good face. I think that's silly. This isn't modeling. I would never pick somebody for sports based on how they look, but I want you to think about this. Social media managers, when is the last time you saw a social media expert who's over 20 years old? You just don't see it. When I was in my 20s and I moved back to Nashville, I'd been moving around for a while. I was working in the music industry. I was one of the few guys who knew about the internet and I'm automatically the internet guy. Yeah, he's in his 20s. Yeah, he knows about the internet. We do that all the time. We automatically think that young kids know about social media. We automatically think that people in their 20s would be great for social media managers. We have good face all the time. To continue on the parallels, if you look at baseball, here's what youth brings. Young pitchers, they've got strong arms. They've got speed. They've got stamina. They've got fewer problems because they haven't worn anything out yet. They also lack finesse. They also lack the mindset that allows you to work well under pressure. Same for entrepreneurs. Think about when you hire people. Yeah, the young guy, he's going to work more hours, but is he getting the quality of work done as somebody who's older who can't or won't work that same amount of hours because he's got a family, he's got other needs, other desires, doesn't need the money that much, other commitments, other priorities, he's got a family. Is that younger guy really working circles around the older guy, even though the younger guy's working more hours? Maybe not. And how does this apply to you? I know for me, I'm 43 now. I'm a lot smarter than I was when I was in my 20s. I don't have to work as much. I'm much more efficient than I was. Anybody can play well sometimes. Youth is great when you're hiring, but if you really want to get something done, don't be fooled by it. Don't be fooled by the energy, the good looks, 
the strong arm, the fact that they use social media all the time, it doesn't mean that these people know how to market social media any better than somebody who's older. Another big takeaway, I'm calling this singles versus home runs. One of the things that Billy Bean found out, and this is really what his goal was. His goal was to win games. But what he noticed was these recruiters, and they wanted to win games too. They were looking at home runs. They were looking at the big plays, the showy plays. Home runs are showy, but do they win games? What he found? No, not always. Sure, they're great. They're great if you can get them, but they don't happen as often as maybe hitting a single does. Hitting singles consistently, that's what wins games. Same thing with your entrepreneurship. You may not have something that hits it out of the park. You may not have the New York Times bestseller. Maybe you've got a book that sells 500, 1,000 copies a month. But if you can do that consistently over months, over years, you're probably going to end up selling more books than the New York Times bestseller. It's what I call a slow burn. If you can get a slow burn, just a few hundred, maybe a few thousand copies every month, it is very easy to outlast and outsell a lot of these New York Times bestsellers. I've talked about this so many times on Red Podcast, how a lot of what we think are successful books are just big marketing pushes. And if you go back and if you look at some of the big book launches that happened just a few weeks ago, certainly a few months ago, you're going to see that these things aren't selling at all. New York Times bestseller, it's right there on the top. Yeah, it was that way for one week. Personally, I'm not interested in that. I want that slow burn. If I'm going to put that kind of work into a book, I want something that's going to last, not just a flash in the pan, something that I can brag about to my relatives. Oh, yeah, I hit the New York Times. Hey, that's great. That's not going to pay your mortgage, though. Hitting singles every time, that is how you win games. Selling books every week, selling books every month, that is how you make an impact, how you make money for yourself, how you sell books. When I was in the record business, this is a great statistic, and I think this is how a lot of entrepreneurs think. One out of every eight makes money. That means 12.5% of albums make money. What about the rest? They lose money. Now, the 12.5%, the ones that make money, they make enough to cover for the seven out of eight that are losing money. And a lot of entrepreneurs are that way. The richest entrepreneurs that I know, they gamble big. Look at Donald Trump. But it doesn't always work out. Now, Donald Trump's doing well. He's a smart guy. But how many times has he declared bankruptcy? He may have been better off. And I would submit to you that he would have been better off with some slow burn, less flashy investments. And he's not that kind of guy. But if you are, if this speaks to you, that is how you make more money. You don't have to be flashy, and you wouldn't have the flash with that kind of stuff. But if you can stand not having the flash for having a house that's paid off, for having a nice car, for having stability, this is the way to make money. The happiest entrepreneurs I know, they're the ones that are consistent. Same with investing. The consistent guys are the ones that are making money, not the guys who have a one-off stock that makes a lot of money every once in a while. What are they doing the rest of the time? It's just like gamblers. Gamblers don't talk about their losses. They only talk about the big stuff that they win. Same thing with entrepreneurs. Same thing with investors. Singles versus home runs. The way to win a game. 
and this is statistically proven. You can read the book if you want to hear more about this. Hitting singles every time. Not having just one guy on your team who comes around every so often who can hit a home run. You want everybody on the team, every product that you release, every idea that you come up with, hitting a single. That's how money is made, and that's how games are won. Takeaway number three, all people get lucky eventually. If you can have a long enough career, if you can spend enough time in the market, the market will be on your side. If you have enough ideas that you can get out into the world, enough of those singles, eventually you're going to hit a home run. Can you last long enough? Blow through your money, blow through your tenacity, blow through your energy, blow through all the people that are going to put up with you. Can you last long enough? Time in the market, not timing of the market, is what makes people rich. It's what wins games. Baseball players, like entrepreneurs, we need time to develop. You develop by hitting those singles. And I'm not telling you to play small. Don't play small. Play big. But don't think you have to hit something out of the park for it to be successful. You don't. How many people do you think listen to Red Podcast? I can tell you that per episode, I get about 10% of the listenership that I have on my syndicated radio show, 10%. But it's a much more engaged audience. For me, it's a lot more fun to do. I make a lot more money off Red Podcast, which is 10% of the listeners. Hey, speaking of my other show, which is a broadcast radio show, it's called Music Business Radio. Here's a story about how people get lucky eventually and how being prepared for that opportunity will pay off for you. I sat down with the guys from Heart. You know Heart, Magic Man, Barracuda, big, big band. They're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Anyway, I sat down with those guys, Mike and Roger Fisher, and they were talking to me about how the band broke. And they were playing in the 70s, actually started in the 60s, and they had had a long time before they actually got their record deal, before they actually hit. And they had an opportunity to open up for Rod Stewart in the 70s. And this was a huge arena gig. They went from playing clubs to play in arenas, like in the night. Got a call, hey, Rod needs an opening act. Do you want to do it? Yes. So they're on a huge stage. Were they ready to handle it? Yes. Why were they ready to handle it? Because they'd played clubs for 10 years before they got the gig. That's what I'm talking about, about time in the market. And that's what I'm talking about, about hitting singles rather than focusing on the home runs. It's how baseball games are won. It's how entrepreneurship is won. Hey, speaking of that analogy, singles versus home runs. If you're at the baseball park, is it that interesting when somebody hits a single? It is not. It is a whole lot more engaging for a crowd to watch a showboating player who gets up there and hits a home run. And because of this, you would think that those kind of guys sell more tickets. First of all, they don't sell more tickets. The thing that sells more tickets is do teams win? And I explained to you how baseball games are won. They're won through singles. If everybody hits a single, bats the other guy in, you're way ahead of the game. But we get caught up in these stereotypes. People love the show. And there is something to having the show. You really want to balance. If you were to put together a team you think about your entrepreneurship as a team. You got the guys hitting singles. That's where the real money is for you. But you've also got that element of the big slugger that's going to bat a home run 
and give people a show. People love a show. And that's what Red Podcast is about. It is about giving people that show. It's about using your personality, but also backing it up with real work and real skills that's going to enable you to make the money. This is my belief about business. And it may be because I'm coming from the entertainment industry where everything is based around a show. But you have to have that kind of element to have any kind of longevity. A couple of years ago, I worked as a mentor for an accelerator program. And you know what these programs are. They bring teams of startup companies in and basically put you in a house for about three months. And by the end of the three months, you go, you get investor money, and you go spend all that investor money hoping that a bigger fish, bigger company is going to invest money in you. All the investors make their money back. Everybody goes home with a lot of money. And that's basically what this thing was. We give you a little bit of money. We put something together. We hope somebody else comes in with a little more money. We put something bigger together. And very quickly, within a year or two, a bigger company comes in, buys you out, and we're out of there. You're out of there. You go play golf. Go start your next thing. You're done. Coming into that from an entertainment industry background, where we loved what we did in the entertainment industry background, what I found is that people loved numbers when it came to these accelerator programs. It took the heart out of it. It took the fun out of it. And that's the thing that I hope is the biggest takeaway from this episode is, yeah, we've got this data. And yeah, singles win more games than home runs. But I hope that you can find that balance of, yeah, you've got the workhorses, you've got the slow burns, but you've also got those big successes built in there just to make it so it's not like a factory job. If you wanted to work in a factory, if you wanted to have a boss work for somebody else, you'd be doing those kind of things. But you're an entrepreneur, an influencer, a blogger, a speaker, a writer, a book author, because you've got this message that you want to spread. And shouldn't that be fun? This is my philosophy about business. I want what I call an easy business. The E, it stands for ease. I'm not necessarily looking for easy, but I want that ease to it. I like a challenge, but I don't want it to be so difficult that I don't feel like going to work in the morning. The A is for agile. I want a business that I can move quickly with. For example, I don't want to be in the video rental business like Blockbuster, where I've got all these retail locations and we can't transfer it to something else. I want to be thinking ahead and thinking about what's going to happen now. Where is technology going to take that business? Thinking ahead to Netflix, sending out DVDs in the mail. Thinking ahead to Netflix, streaming video content directly into your house. What's next? I want that agile business. I want something that's scalable. And digital content is perfect for that. Podcasts are perfect for that. Ebooks are perfect for that. Streaming media, perfect for that. It's tough when you're a blockbuster. It's tough when you've got print books. It's tough when you've got vinyl records or a physical manifestation of your work. Going out to see people one-on-one, coaching, consulting. How can you scale it? That's got to be part of any business that I take on. I've got to be able to scale it. And finally, the why yourself. You want to be able to be yourself in any kind of business that you do. You want to be able to show up fully, not to put a mask on. Again, if you wanted to do that, you'd be working for somebody else. You'd be working for corporate America. Get on your monkey suit, go to the tall building, ride up the elevator, play somebody else's game, come home, 
then play your own game. That's not what I want. And I know that's not what you want either. You want to be yourself in your business. Easy, ease, agility, scalability, and the ability to be yourself. That is the way you find a successful business for you. It doesn't have to be a big home run that you're knocking out of the park. If you can hit those singles, you're going to get the money that you're looking for. You're going to get the credibility that you're looking for. You're going to get the time in the game that you're looking for. And if you have enough time in the game, you'll get lucky. You're going to have those home runs. Hey, next episode, here's a guy who's having a huge home run right now. And also a lot of 20-something social media marketing managers. Gary Vaynerchuk just finished reading his book. It's called Ask Gary V. I wasn't a Gary Vaynerchuk fan before. He won me over with his book. I'll be talking about the big takeaways that I got from it. That's next on Red Podcast. If you've got questions or comments, reach out to me. At David Hooper on Twitter is the best way to do that. And to subscribe to Red Podcast to make sure you never miss an episode, redpodcast.com. If you're on iPhone, Android, however you get your podcast, redpodcast.com will hook you up. Thanks for helping me to build the Red community. I mentioned this on the last episode. If you are interested in one-on-one coaching with me, there is an opportunity for you to do this, but you've got to act right now. I'm only taking on three people. Redpodcast.com slash coaching is the form to fill out. I will review it, and if I feel that I can help you, I'll reach out to you. We'll do a one-on-one session, just you and me, no charge. See if it's a match for you. Redpodcast.com slash coaching. Thanks so much. See you on the next episode. You've been listening to Red Podcast, the marketing podcast for influencers. Never miss an episode. Subscribe now with your iPhone, Android, or via RSS at redpodcast.com. Here's what I talk about. Door-to-door sales, rejection, 